everyone, Amina here with the Float Small Business Podcast, speaking with April Gutierrez, Managing Director of Pacific Northwest Tax, about how she's gotten creative as a small business owner herself. But I think she's also going to have some great insights on the SBA's financial relief and tax considerations for small business. Thanks so much for joining, April. Thank you. So how are you? I haven't seen you in forever. I'm just, of course, you know, worried like most people for the future. And um, some people are really, really suffering now. And uh, and then others, I feel like, are kind of surviving now, but I'm more worried about the long term. And I'm, I kind of include myself in that group with where things are going good now, but how long will it be before we feel the effect? So there's a bit of that going through my mind. Do you feel like you you will feel an effect? You know, I've been doing what I'm doing now for almost three decades. So I've seen recessions. I know what they look like. I know how they impact my business. And what I've noticed for my business is when a recession hits, we notice it in the first tax season following the start of the recession. So this is an unusual year in that the recession hit in the middle of tax season. And I could see real time that the number of appointments we were getting was scaling down. Then the federal government announced that the extension deadline was going up to July 15. And as soon as that happened, we changed our entire plan for our business overnight. I mean, Jess and I went home on the weekend and we came to work on Monday morning and said, this is the new normal for us. We practice social distancing at work. And uh, we actually came up with this bin system where if a person drops off documents today, we don't open them for three days because I heard the virus can live on a document for a day for 24 hours. Um, and so we thought, well, we'll just make it really safe. We'll make it three days. So they drop them off today. That means that, well, we really won't touch them till Monday just because tomorrow is not 48 hours. Sure. So, so after we've, we, on the third day after they drop off, we'll open up the documents and work on their return. So everything's kind of in slow motion now just because of that, those protocols. But no one seems to care. Like there's, I don't have any clients beating down the door. Why are you taking so long? This is taking forever. I'm not hearing any of those complaints. That's great. Well, I think people are you know, poised to be a little more understanding. Let's hope so anyway. I felt so happy the other day. One of my clients who um, she's got... Um, two Thai restaurants of his own that have been just doing so well. And um, he, he's he been um, so worried. You know, in mid-February, he was letting me know that the customers weren't coming anymore. He, his business was way down. and But he had applied for the PPP loan program, and the money wasn't coming. And the money wasn't coming. And he said, I only have $50 left, April. And, and it was just like I was terrified for him because he's just been so successful with his business for, for we've been working with him for 15, 20 years now. It just wasn't right. Yeah. And um, so anyway, he still didn't have his loan. He still didn't have his loan. And I started thinking, well, he's been languishing with some large bank that's not approving him. Time for me to see if there's some alternatives. <clears throat> so I went online to the SBA site and looked for small lenders because the latest bundle of money that came out from Congress reserved $60 billion for small community banks. And so I thought, well, he's locked in this purgatory with a big bank. I need to find him a small lender who's local. And wouldn't you know it, there's a little tiny credit union called Science Park Credit Union, like it's just around the corner from my Cornell office. And I personally have an account there and have had for a few years now. And their name came up. I went, they do SBA loans? 
Okay. <laughs> so I called, do you still have, are you still able to fund loans? And they said, sure, bring them on. So my client, I got him down. I got another two Thai restaurants down there. I got another client down there. I got five loans approved in just like three days. Boom. People that, wow. that had just been sitting with bank applications pending in these big banks since early April, nothing happening. And in, within hours of submitting the paperwork to, to this little credit union, they had their money. And the credit union still has some money. So, um, so people who are just out there languishing in this, this um, purgatory, waiting to see, hoping to see if their businesses will get a PPP loan, just need to go see Science Park. <laughs> they have money. <laughs> so is, is the lesson here that if you're looking for relief from the SBA, just stay clear of the big banks and find someone small? Is that the lesson or is the lesson to find somebody like you? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the lesson is that the big banks are favoring bigger loans. So if you're a bigger business with a lot of um, applying for a big loan, the bank is going to give you more attention. Um, if you have been in line to get your loan funded with these big banks and you're asking them what the status is and they're not giving you any kind of an update uh, other than you're in our system, you're in our system, don't believe them. Just go file another application with one of the small lenders and um, if, if, if you'll probably get approved in a day or two like that. Oh my goodness. I wish everybody, I mean, now we really have to get this uh, this podcast out there to the masses yeah. because people need to know this. Yes, they do. And, and you know, I'm still worried that they're going to just run the whole program will run out of money. But as we sit right now, when I asked the day before yesterday, they still had money. The, you know, any day now they could the program could run out of money. But uh, as we sit right now, they have money. Okay. Well, all right. Well, keep the advice coming. What else? What else do small businesses need to know? <laughs> well, well, once they get their money, uh, the PPP program requires that they spend the money in eight weeks. So the loan program says, let's look at a window of time a year and what your average payroll was um, per week in that year. And we're going to loan you based on two and a half months of your year. So we'll look at the whole year. You divide the year by 12 and then multiply it by two and a half. And that's how you get your loan amount uh, on your payroll cost. Now you've got your loan and it's for two and a half months of payroll, but you have to spend it in eight weeks, right? Yeah. You're allowed to spend 25% of it on things other than payroll. So you can spend it on rent for your business, utilities for your business, um, and payroll for your business. And you're not allowed to pay any person more than the equivalent of 100000 a year. So for eight weeks, that's around $15,325 or some, some number close to that. Sure. that you, that's the most you can pay any worker in for that eight-week period. So then you have to spread it, the rest out amongst your workers, and you have to maintain headcount. So if you had 10 employees um, before, you need to be paying 10 employees with the money. You can't let pay five employees and lay the others off. So the idea is to maintain payroll and some businesses still can't open, so they may, in fact, need to pay their employees to stay home. Um, but they need to spend the money. Sure. And if they spend all that money in their eight-week allotted time frame, then they're going to go back to the bank and they're going to apply for loan forgiveness. And 
uh, assuming they've checked all the boxes and crossed all the T's correctly, they've spent all of their money, they spent it on qualified expenses, including at least 75% went to payroll and that they kept the headcount the same and no one got paid more than that 100,000 equivalent, then um, they'll be able to apply for loan forgiveness and they don't owe the money back. It's, it's forgiven. Wow. And that's for the so, PPP. That's for the PPP. Um, but one of the things about the PPP loan that some people don't understand is that you can claim it, you can apply for it if you're just self-employed. So if you are filing Schedule C and you have no employees, you can still qualify for the PPP program. And uh, I've got a couple of clients that were able to get their money this week. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, uh, all those people who are normally like, I don't know what, like, let's look like an example, an Uber driver, right? Making your living off of driving Ubers and now it's completely dried up. You've got a couple of options as an Uber driver. One is to go for a PPP loan. If you were filing tax returns and we're showing a profit from Uber driving, you can go get a, a, a PPP loan on that. And the other is to apply for unemployment. Most unemployed people who are self-employed have never qualified for unemployment, but there is $600 a week coming from the federal government for a period of up to four months for those independent contractors. So um, I think it's, I think that a lot of self-employed folks do understand there is something there for them, but they're afraid to even go for it. So why do you think why do you think people are apprehensive about things like this? Is it because there are some unknowns and maybe there are unknown unknowns and they don't know what hurdles might lie ahead that they can't expect because they're just not in this field? I think that there's a lot of people who feel it's um, morally wrong to apply for unemployment. I think that there's a certain amount of that going on. Um, and then there are people who just don't understand that um, it, it, they have a right to unemployment and that they should take advantage of it. From my perspective, as an employer, I've been paying payroll taxes on my staff for almost three decades. And if it comes to a point where they need to apply for unemployment, I've paid my dues. They better go get that money. Right. That's my attitude about it. Um, but there are a lot of folks who just feel it's a stigma that is an embarrassment. They don't want to apply for it. And year, a few, couple, three years ago, I had a long, long, long-term client who lost his job. And instead of applying for unemployment, he started draining money out of his retirement accounts. It was like, you what? <sighs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. You have all this money that you have to pay a penalty on because he's under age 59 and a half. And it was just like, and it was too late. He couldn't you know, go back in time six months and apply for unemployment. He needed to do it actively at the time. Right. And if there is ever a point in time in, in American history, now is the time to apply for unemployment because not only can you get your normal state benefit, but you also get this extra $600 a week coming from the federal government. The $600 a week is only for four months. So you don't want to just say, oh, I can sit on this the rest of, the year, I don't have to worry because, sure. you know, if you're getting 400 a week from Oregon and 600 a week from the federal, yeah, that's that's 4,000 a month. Yeah. Wait, do you have to apply in two places for that or just once? You, you go to the Oregon employment website and apply for it there. If you're self-employed, you're not going to get the Oregon piece. You're only going to get the federal $600, but it's still 600 a week for four yeah. months. Totally. That's $9,600 to to you know to live on over the next four months and what about as an s-corp owner 
Is that technically being self-employed? No. If you're an S-Corp owner, then you're an employee of your S-Corporation. So your S-Corporation should have been paying you on a W-2, should have been paying into the Oregon employment system. And so you would qualify for the 600 plus the Oregon portion yeah. based on that. Interesting. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for My sharing pleasure. that. <laughs> and thank you for doing what you're doing too. You know, one of the things that I was really interested to ask you also is why you love this because you clearly do, you know, and it doesn't seem to be just about the number crunching for you. It seems to be bigger than that. What makes tax law interesting is I'm always interacting with people. It's a very social occupation. I talk to people about their finances, about their families, about their businesses. And I just finished reading a, a book um, by a man who was a psychiatrist, but he was in a German con uh, in Auschwitz. Victor Frankl. <sighs> yes, Man's Victor Frankl. Man's Search for Meaning. Beautiful book. Man's Search for Meaning. And so I'm thinking, well, what's my search for meaning? Oh, my next camping trip. That's my search for meaning, right? <laughs> yeah. And obviously, that's a kind of a shallow way of saying it. But, but you know, it's whatever drives you, whatever gives you happiness. Yeah. And uh, for me, that, you know, being out in nature is what gives me happiness. And so... Money is the means to get you to what you need for happiness, but you can't be happy just because you have money. Right. And people without money can be happy. Yeah. And I think, I think maybe what's also important to remember as small businesses is that having that deeper purpose behind the work that you're doing, it, it's motivating. It's motivating yeah. in the moment when, when things are good and especially when things are hard. And things are hard for a lot of people right now. Anything else you wanted to add? Oh, that's always such a loaded question. <laughs> oh, yes. If you want to apply for a PPP loan, you need to get your taxes done. Yeah, that's kind of a critical point, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Especially if you're applying as a self-employed person, the actual loan amount is figured off your Schedule C for 2019. So you got to put it together a 2019 Schedule C to apply for a PP loan as a PPP loan as a self-employed person. And then um, for those those businesses that are filing corporate returns or partnership returns, those two need to be prepared. The banks are asking for them. Got it. Okay. Yep. That's, that's a really important point. All right. Thank you, April, for being that helpful hand for the community. Thank you. And um, anyone who needs a PPP loan, send them my way. I can get their application done for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right.